Good morning. Thank you, Pastor Mike, for the children's message and for the handful of kids. Two out of three were mine this morning. This is not the normal Sunday at Messiah. We usually have piles of kids coming up. But I know several people are on vacation, and uh, we saw all the folks that were at the Messiah camping trip yesterday, and I'm proud to report that everyone's having a great time. And probably more importantly is that the children are appropriately exhausted. Right, Audra? So it seems appropriate to start this morning with a story from my own childhood. Somewhere around fourth or fifth grade, my class was given what seemed like, seemed like, a straightforward assignment. Write out the step-by-step instructions to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Simple enough, right? We were to bring these instructions to class and our teacher would actually make the sandwich according to the details and the order of our instruction. It was a fun assignment. I went home, thought through all of the details, writing things out, focused on getting everything in just the right order. I came to school the next day feeling pretty good. I was a good student attentive to details, scientifically minded, no less, and I know that I had put in the work on this assignment. Yes, I was feeling pretty good until the demonstration began. One kid forgot the step of opening the jar. Not a good start. One child did not specify the size of the knife and I watched my teacher take out the largest knife I had seen in my short life. It looked like what I imagined a machete. I'm sure it wasn't a machete, but what I imagined a machete to be at that age. And I watched the teacher clumsily make something reminiscent, but nowhere near an actual PBJ. And I watched one child who was wise enough to specify the use of a butter knife look on in horror as our teacher squished the handle of the butter knife into the peanut butter. Yes. (laughs) Uh, We had everything out of order. At a young age, we learned sometimes the hard way that the wrong order leads to the wrong outcome. As I looked on, I was given new perspective New eyes to see how much I had fallen short in this assignment. My confidence left me (laughs) and was replaced by the weight of pending failure. All I could do was just stand there, doomed and helpless, waiting to be judged. In today's Old Testament reading from Isaiah chapter 6, Isaiah is dealing with much higher stakes than a failed PBJ. For him, it was life or death, mercy or judgment. This section of scripture is known as the commissioning of Isaiah. It is here that Isaiah is called by God to be God's messenger to his chosen people. God would use Isaiah to warn his people that they had become prideful and complacent. 
They trusted their own prosperity, their own accomplishments, instead of their God, the creator and ruler of all things. We know that Isaiah goes on to be known as a great prophet, prophesying judgment for disobedience, but also giving the hope that God would send his suffering servant, the Messiah, our Jesus Christ, to save his people. This is the Isaiah that we know, the great prophet, the grand reputation, but the Isaiah that we see this morning has not yet done any of these things. This morning's reading is the start of it all. And it's a very intimidating start for Isaiah. In our reading this morning, Isaiah has a vision of God, the creator of all things in his temple. And he sees God on a throne, high and lifted up, and his robe is filling the temple. Isaiah sees these magnificent creatures, what he calls seraphs or seraphim, what appear to be on fire, flying around God. And they are singing or shouting or proclaiming, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. The temple is filling with smoke and their voices are so loud that the place is shaking. All Isaiah can do, just stand there, taking it all in. Whatever confidence he had, had left him. He looked on, given this new perspective, and knew deeply just how much he had fallen short. Certain of his judgment, he cries out, woe is me for I am lost. In other words, I am doomed. For I am a man of unclean lips and I live among a people of unclean lips. I am not worthy. We are not worthy. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Isaiah knew he had no business being there. Everything was out of order. The outcome was clear. A sinful man like him cannot see the glory of God and survive. Isaiah was sure that he would die. It was in this moment, with Isaiah certain of his destruction, that one of these fiery creatures take a pair of tongs and extract a live coal from the altar, and they bring it to Isaiah, and placing it on his mouth, proclaim this good news. Behold, this has touched your lips, your guilt is taken away, and your sin is atoned for. What relief, what joy. Confronted by his sin, by his own inadequacy, the uncertain of his impending destruction, Isaiah's guilt is taken away. His sin is atoned for. And he is allowed to stand in the presence of God, 
joy taking the place of his guilt that has been removed. And then, then when God asks, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Isaiah's joy just erupts out of him and he says, here I am, send me. Powerful. Isaiah had everything out of order. He was a sinful man. He should not be in the presence of God. But through God's grace, Isaiah received the good outcome that he did not deserve. Today, today we celebrate Trinity Sunday. And we read from Isaiah 6 because it has not one, but two Old Testament uh, references. Two Old Testament references to the Trinity. The song sung to glorify God in the temple starts with holy, holy, holy. Three distinct holies, understood by the early church fathers as a celebration of the Trinity, just the same as our opening hymn this morning. Later in the reading comes God's commissioning of Isaiah, yet again a reference to the Trinity. Listen closely. And I heard the voice, so this is Isaiah speaking, and I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us. I and us in the same phrase. Listen to it one more time, all right? Whom shall I send and who will go for us? The Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are commissioning Isaiah. It is not only on Trinity Sunday that we hear these words. We are reminded of this verse every Sunday. On page 7, if you care to look, in your bulletin, you will see the Sanctus, the short verse based on today's reading that we sing in preparation for Holy Communion. This is very appropriate because as we prepare for and partake in Holy Communion, we are taken on a journey of introspection, forgiveness, and joy much like Isaiah. Through confession and absolution, we are made aware of our sin, how we have put things in the wrong order, how we have disobeyed our God, how we have been prideful and put our trust in our own accomplishments instead of our God, the creator and ruler of all things. We recognize that we deserve judgment, that we deserve destruction, much like Isaiah did in the temple. But through the grace of God, we don't get the outcome that we deserve. Instead, we are forgiven. We come to the altar where the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is brought to us, placed in our mouths, much like the coal for Isaiah. Our guilt is taken away. Our sin atoned for by our Savior, who lived the perfect life, did everything right, got everything in just the right order, but accepted the wrong outcome for our sake, taking on death so that we might live so that we might experience his presence in Holy Communion 
And that one day we can stand in the presence of our God, not cowering in fear, but upright, sins forgiven as his child. Though we are sinful people, having had everything out of order, unworthy to be in God's presence, through the grace of God, we receive the good outcome that we do not deserve. So today, at Holy Communion, when you hear the pastor say, go in peace, your sins are forgiven, please rest in that promise. Feel the weight that has been lifted off of you. And in its place, may there be joy. And when you walk back to your pew, when you leave this place this morning, when you rise up every morning this week, please remember God's call to Isaiah. Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? May your response, may my response, may our response as Christ's church here on earth be here I am. Send me. Amen.